Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to episode 40 of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. That feels really cool for me to be able to say, and I want to take just a second to acknowledge it. When I started this podcast last year, I had no idea where it was going to go. And there was definitely a few times throughout this year that I wasn't sure if I was going to keep it going. But I'm really glad that I did because I'm learning so much about myself. And I know that I'm encouraging you guys to learn more about yourselves as well. So for me, that was the whole point. That's all I was trying to get out of this. So today I want to talk about the concept of settling. We've all heard about settling, right? It's a very common subject in our culture. A lot of the time you hear the term being used around relationships and particularly with women. Like you'll hear people say, oh, she's way better than that. She's settling for him. But I think you can settle in any aspect of your life. At work, your health, your lifestyle, your personal boundaries. That's a big one for me. It's really anywhere where we are accepting less than we possibly could. And I think we do it all the time. It's human nature to kind of just get comfortable with the way that things are. But when we do it, we're also holding ourselves back. And that's why I want to really dive in and understand it a little bit more. Today, I'm going to talk about what settling actually means, why we do it, and how we can stop doing it, and therefore stop limiting ourselves and what we're capable of having. So let's start by getting into what is settling. I believe that settling is inaction. It's not doing anything out of fear. And I'm going to get into that in a second. But I think that it's not a conscious choice. We just go with the flow, right? And we naturally accept things the way that they are, whether we're happy with it or not. But all of a sudden, all of this kind of just acceptance and going with the flow leads us to not doing uncomfortable things over and over again like having the hard conversations or taking risks. It's almost like we begin to build this easy little comfortable life for ourselves. The literal definition of the verb to settle is to sit and to rest into something, to get cozy. I think it's choosing mediocrity. I think it's hiding from the life that you want. I think it's accepting things that we don't really need to accept. And essentially saying to ourselves, that this is the best that it's going to get. I think, personally, it's the definition of playing small. I mentioned earlier some of the bigger examples of how we settle into our, we settle in our lives. But I think we play small every day, too, and we don't even realize it. We settle on food we don't want to eat because it's easy or convenient. I just ate this bologna sandwich on kind of crap bread downstairs because that was what my kids eat for lunch. That's what they like. And it was there. It's convenient. I didn't have to put the effort into making something else for myself because it was already there. So that's something I just did. But we settle on other things too. We settle on the same old routine because it takes effort that we may not want to put in to do something different. We settle on what we wear. I do this all the time. 
Because when I'm working from home, I don't feel like ironing something with wrinkles or putting something on that makes me feel good. I just go with what's there, what's clean, even if it's what I don't really want or if it's representative of how I want to feel that day. I sometimes settle on how I think about money by ignoring it or sometimes by automating my emotions around it. And what I mean by this is, say I'm at the grocery store. I begin to just put things in my cart as I'm walking around because it's the same stuff that I've always bought. But I don't even take the time to realize if it's if it's still something that I like or want or if it's something that my kids still like or want, right? I'm kind of just mentally checking out. <laughs> and I just realized that the pun that was there, so <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> I don't think we purposely settle, though. I don't think our critical thinking minds actually rationalize this enough to say, I'm going to just settle for something that I don't really want because I don't believe I can actually get what I want. We gradually settle over time. So how can we tell if we're settling? I was curious, so I googled signs that we could be settling, and I was surprised at how much came up. I do a lot of these myself, which is okay. These are just things that I think need a little bit more attention, and we should start to catch ourselves when we realize that we're doing them. So a couple of those things. Um, Loss of excitement for life. Blaming other people. That's a huge one for a lot of us, myself included. Using the word someday a lot, like someday I'd like to start my own business, or after I do this, like after my kids are grown up, I'll do that thing. What are some of the other signs? Um, You overthink things, but rarely take action. You look forward to things at the end of the day as if they are the highlight of your day. So like a certain food, say you, there's a dessert that you really like, um, a glass of wine or a TV show that you're really looking forward to. There's nothing wrong with that. But if consistently this is the, this thing at the end of the day is the highlight of your day, there's nothing else that's, that's more exciting for you, then that's kind of a red flag that maybe you're settling for something in your life. So why do we settle? I think because we're afraid. We're afraid that there isn't enough out there for us. That's the old scarcity story coming back again. Our culture, especially as women, tells us that there isn't enough, you name it, out there for us. Enough money, enough love, enough fulfillment, enough friends, whatever it is. So we should just be happy with what we have right now. So here's an example. You have a job at a well-known, stable company but deep down you actually hate it, but you stay there probably way longer than you should because everyone from the outside looking in sees that you have this quote unquote good job and that you're fitting culture's definition of success. So you must be doing great. And society tells us over and over again that it's hard to find another job or that the timing just isn't right. So we convince ourselves that things are good even if they're not, and we continue to just go through the motions. We see this all the time in relationships. Like there's not enough great men out there. So there's the scarcity concept that culture is telling us that we now have ingrained in us. So it's not our fault, but there's not enough out there. So we should just stick with what we've got, or we should just grab the first thing that comes our way because there's a a very limited pool of resources out there. 
I think another component to this is that we have this obsession with wanting everything right now. So we have these scarcity messages coming at us from society that we can't have something greater than what we currently have, while also living in a culture where we expect to get things right away. And those two things combined are a recipe for disaster. No wonder we settle. We're just exhausted. Not only do we not believe that we can achieve something else, but we don't want to take the time or energy to try for something else. So we stay put, which is counterintuitive because it may feel safe to us, but in reality, it's actually way more dangerous than doing something that we don't know how to do and stepping out of our comfort zone. So how do we stop settling? I have a couple little steps here for you guys. The first one is gain self-awareness. And I think it's really important to first explore the areas of your life where you find yourself settling and then do a deeper dive into what you're actually afraid of. Like, what is the specific thing that you're afraid of? Are you afraid that you're not good enough or worthy enough to have great things in life? Are you afraid of judgment? Are you afraid people are going to are gonna judge you for having something that they don't have? That one's a big for, big one for me. And I think it's really important to explore what our thoughts and beliefs are about ourselves here. Like, do you really think that you're never going to find a better job or have the life that you really want? Or is this just a story that you've been carrying around with you forever that maybe wasn't even yours in the first place? Are you afraid of not being worthy of happiness? This is a big one for me. I, I struggle getting caught up in society's definition of happy versus my definition of happy. And I'll give you a little background here. So I, I do this a lot. I get caught up in thinking, right, that I need to check all these boxes in life in order to be happy. I need to get the good job. I need to get into a relationship. I need to get married. I need to buy the house. I need to have a kid. I need to have another kid. I need to live happily ever after because that's what culture tells us. But as I'm checking these boxes off in life, I'm realizing that I'm just honestly exhausted from all the pressure of keeping up with all these standards. It's really draining. And checking the boxes in and of itself doesn't make me happy. Some days I'm not even sure what makes me happy. And that's on me to work through. But I'm realizing that what I'm doing is settling for society's definition of happy because I never felt worthy of living life by my own standards in the first place. So I encourage you to do this same kind of work and, and see if you can sort out what it is that you're actually afraid of and what is holding you back in whatever area it is that you feel like you're settling in. The next step is take responsibility. We all need to be aware when we're blaming other people or things for what goes on in our lives. I talked about this earlier as being a big red flag that we're settling. That's because it's the easy way out. It's way harder and super uncomfortable to turn the mirror towards yourself and actually take responsibility for your own thoughts and actions. We like to play the victim and blame everything on everybody else. It's that person's fault that I'm unhappy. It's that person's fault because they did something so wrong that now I'm my mind is spiraling or whatever the situation is, right? When we fall into this victim mentality, we think that everything happens to us and it's a result 
of someone or something else. And we get complacent. The key here, I think, is gaining self-awareness and taking radical responsibility for your own life. The next step I have here is raise your standards. A Tony Robbins quote that I found is, if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. If you tolerate less than you want, that's what you're going to get. I think the big challenge here is that so many people don't even know what they want, which is why the first step that I just talked about is so crucial. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were talking about good enough thinking. This is where we kind of half-ass stuff, right? Like we say to ourselves, this isn't what I really want, but it's good enough. So I'll just stay here and not make any changes because I don't have to. How many times have we done this in our lives, right? I'm raising my hand. You guys can't see me, but I'm raising my hand because I do it all the time. We essentially say to ourselves like, oh, well, you know, it's not that bad. I'm not really happy, but it's not that bad. I mean, there's some good things about it. And what it does is force it, it lets us get complacent. And so we don't have to make a change. It's a really passive response. It basically validates every, what's on your mind. Your, your brain wants to keep you small. It wants to keep you safe, right? So of course it's going to start, you're going to start validating those feelings, even if it's not good for you in the long run. Don't confuse good enough thinking as being grateful for what you have either. Again, it's just taking the easy way out. You can, be, you can appreciate what you have and also at the same time want something more. Gratitude, I think, is such a trendy thing these days. So I also want to caution you around being aware of when you're using it and how you're using it. Is it coming from a place of genuine appreciation or are you going through the motions and just using it as an excuse to not have to act? Just something to keep in mind. Finally, I'm going to say be patient. Because when you start to change how you think in the way that you approach your life, it's not all going to be rainbows and unicorns right away. This is really deep stuff and work that I don't think a lot of people are doing. I think it takes time to create something amazing, especially if you're starting from a place where you don't even know what that is. Again, it's in our convenience culture, you can very quickly get frustrated that you're not doing something right away or not making enough progress and want to quit. And so many of us do that. But we need to trust the process. We need to start to, to, th- to realize that things are going to happen organically and naturally. And we just have to keep going despite the mistakes or the perceived failures that we go through. I really believe that everything plays out the way it should the more that we know and truly believe that settling is no longer an option for us, the more things will start to change for us. We have the ability to change anything that isn't serving us and to rewrite our stories. So I'm encouraging you all to find an area of your life that you could be settling and be brave enough to explore a little bit more. Maybe you'll realize that that's a missing piece for you. And once, once you start to dig into it a little bit deeper, things could start to come together. Okay, you guys, thanks so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share with your friend. And if you really liked it, please feel free to rate the podcast or write a review because the more reviews I get, the more people I can reach. And you can follow me anytime on social media at 
Instagram and Facebook at Money Isn't Scary. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you next time. 